This is Michael Blackstone with Lee Talk Radio, and this is our actually our first show of 2022. Today we're privileged to be with Rob Hines, who is our Lee County uh, School Board member from District 2. So, Rob, welcome to the Lee Talk Radio show. And uh, let me just ask you a couple questions in case uh, folks out there don't know. So, you're a District 2 supervisor. How long have you been? Um, I'm just finishing up uh, halfway through my second term. So, I've been six years on, and uh, I represent the folks of Jonesville, Flatwoods, and Blackwater. Okay. And uh, and how long is a term? for? Four years. Four years. Okay. Yes. Um, I called you a supervisor. It's a school board member, I yes. guess, is official title. So, uh, great. And and uh, so, everybody outside those areas, those are obviously encompassed in other districts. They are. There's five districts, just five. like the board of supervisors. Okay, and is and it's split up the same lo- localities or demographics as the supervisor. <clears throat> yes, that's okay. correct. Okay, very cool. Um, so, tell me about. The elephant in the room, which is COVID. We've got um, different issues that you guys are going to be looking at uh, with the school board. Everything from operation through uh, COVID fun- funding, how much COVID money was, was allotted, and uh, what's it being used for. So let's just start out with... Um, Let's start out with the operational process. What's, uh, what have you guys got going on that way? So, so right now we're going to try to have as normal finish to the school year as possible. Uh, hopefully that'll be mean no more shutdowns. Um, we were doing bus aids through the first semester. We've discontinued those, so we'll no longer have bus aids on the buses in the morning. Uh, we're going to try to get back to normal because we were disrupted a lot last school year, and it really made a difference. You could really tell it affected it, both employees and students, and it wasn't good for their mental health for one thing. Uh, so hopefully we can put that behind us. Um, as far as the COVID funding, I guess the only good thing you could say about COVID is there, if there is such a thing is that uh, Lee County Public Schools has gained about $20 million, give or take, in funding uh, to spend on COVID-related areas. And uh, there's a pretty wide range there in what they consider to be COVID-related. But for one thing we've been able to do and are continuing to do is replace the boilers in all of our schools. They were really old. Many of them didn't work. They're very expensive. Each unit is very expensive. So we've been able to switch over to propane, and uh, we can have some heat in the schools now in the winter. We don't have to worry about that for a long, long time, hopefully. What does that do? Does that do anything for air conditioning in the in the warmer months? It does not. Okay. Um, because we don't have air conditioning except Lehigh does and Thomas Walker does in their gym. So that's the only two. And, and there may be a new addition or two that has it at some of the elementary schools, but I'm just not sure about that. Is that a, is that a direction that the, uh, that the board is going is to bring? <clears throat> we, we would like to do that. I think one of the things that we've looked at and, and maybe we'll be addressing that further on in the year is putting new windows in the schools. So before we go trying to cool them down with air conditioning, we're being more efficient. We're not just heating the whole world we're right. just heating that building so that's something that we've been checking on and hopefully uh, maybe that's something we can move forward on and then about uh what about solar um how we is that we have entered into this? a contract with a company that's going to be putting so, uh, solar panels in some of the schools and also helping uh maybe uh, uh help redo the roofs because the solar panels are going to be on the roofs and maybe that'll save us some money now is that going to be a uh that solar will that be a 
matter where they're you're selling back power or that's correct it's it'll, and it also could offset it the could. power bill of the school yes. correct and we fully expect it to and before we entered into that contract we did contact other school districts that had also worked with this company and they told us that it was working as promised so right so and i mean virtually there's there's been things discussed where power bills can almost be completely that's, that's correct. taken care of which is that's and and we spend a lot of money on power bills every month in the school right. system i can't i can't tell you exactly the total but i mean individual schools three four thousand dollars if not more right it's so big, it's a lot it's big big money how, and how many how many active uh, open schools are there right now in the in lee county let's see we got thomas walker Eddale, rose hill uh, flatwoods jonesville so that's five lee high six uh, Elk Knob 7, St. Charles 8, Dryden, and Pennington, so 10. Plus we have alternative ed and the vocational school. So basically 12 yeah. locations. And a lot of people take. consider Lehigh and Votech as one, but yeah. Right. So that, that'll, be, uh, that'll be interesting. Now, this COVID, this COVID money, that's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, on the table, and I'm sure even though boilers are expensive and all that, is, uh, there's still some uh, going to be a considerable sum of money. Is there any projection on other things that uh, you guys are looking at being able to spend that? Is there a certain time frame that the money has to be spent? It's an, there is, and I think we have through uh, 2023, at some point in 2023, to spend this funding. It's an ongoing process. We're trying to identify needs that would fit within the criteria, and then we have to request permission to use the money on whatever we use it on. Uh, I mean, we've used a lot of money on the bus aids. I think maybe like the first semester, a couple hundred thousand dollars went to just paying bus aides to take temperatures on school buses. So the things add up really quickly. Sure. Now, in the in the whole uh, in the whole operational <clears throat> stuff is uh, how is the school board directing things as far as uh, the vaccines, um, boosters, uh, both with students and with uh, with staff. <clears throat> And then also, how about uh, mask wearing and all of that uh, stuff? We're, we're, not, we're not mandating anything. We are just requiring them, as we are required by law, to follow the guidelines from the CDC and State Department of Health from the state of Virginia. Um, and whatever they tell us to do, that's what we're going to do. Uh, but we're not going to go out on our own and mandate anything above and beyond that. So if a teacher does not, uh, or a staff member... Uh, in any capacity, he does not want to take the vaccine. That doesn't mean that they're going to get fired. No, absolutely not. Do you think no, that I, I would, will I would, ever come to that, or is that not not from my standpoint? Right. And I don't think I would lose that vote. I would fight that pretty heavily. Gotcha. So, so it's uh, it's based on a person's personal choice if they want the vaccine. If they don't, how about students? Are they are is there a push to for students to get vaccinated or anything? No, not at all. Okay. I, and and like I say, I. I have a lot of concerns about trying anybody to do anything for that matter. But uh, when you talk about taking a vaccination, uh, especially with a young child, this vaccination's only been out for, what, a year and a half? Yeah. We don't know the full ramifications of it for even adults, so I'm not going to push it on anybody. Yeah, I, under, I understand completely. So the uh, what's some what's some additional projects that, that you guys are looking at? Are, uh, are they uh, – can this money be used to build – basketball courts and tennis courts and football and and those kind of things in <clears throat> recreation or I, I don't know the extent of that but for instance um, we are seeking approval at Lehigh for a replacement of the tennis courts and the track and 
tentatively we had that approved and the reason is because that can also be used as physical education uh, and ours aren't safe to use right now either one the track with a tennis court they're in horrible shape should be probably locked up and nobody allowed to be on them because you could be injured pretty easily but um, so that's kind of a common sense thing we just can't use it for anything I mean I don't I doubt they would let us go and say replace the bleachers at the football field or something like that. I mean, just because we want to. Right. So, um, what is it primarily for then? Well, to to use it in ways to alleviate the problems or the problems that are associated with COVID. In other words, if we can make things safer, for instance, a track and a tennis court at Lehigh, outdoor activity as opposed to all the kids being in the gym up up on top of each other, you know, running around. Right. Um, so, I mean, I think that was a. a an approval that uh, was really good. I mean, I think that was good use of the money. So um, I say other things are doing things with the buildings, heating and cooling, all that stuff. Um, you know, whether it's COVID or not, you've got to have that stuff. And uh, so we're trying to trying to be good with our funds and use it in the right way. Obviously, everything has to be approved or you have to pay it back. And we don't have the money to do that, so we're going to do it the right way. What about infrastructural uh, support? For kids that um, either have uh, where everybody's been in remote learning type of uh, situations to now they're they're back in in session, but who knows what's going to go on with this new uh, variants and stuff we, coming we've on? We've been we've been offering tutoring in the afternoons, um, and of course things like that are also uh, able to be paid for by COVID funds. Um, and there were some different things we were able to do. Uh, because of this money, uh, as far as educationally. Obviously, um, when we were out of school, at home learning, or remote learning as everybody calls it, uh, we were able to spend some money on some infrastructure for uh, for the Internet, for, for Wi-Fi, so people could go and, and take their computer, their Chromebook, I guess, and download their uh, plan, lesson plan, then go back home and work on it. They didn't have to have it at their home because we provided it out in the community in several spots. So that was something we were able to spend some money on that was really helpful, I hope. Was there was the uh, was the students' actual equipment uh, part of anything that was upgradable? In other words, new Chromebooks, new... new no, because, or... because we really had just, and I know in technology terms it's probably old, but we had just given out Chromebooks in the last couple of years to everybody, right? to every student. So theirs were pretty up-to-date, so to speak. And then uh, is, there, is there talk... Um, or is it maybe it may be too early? But with this uh, new um, Omicron variant that is taking the world by storm, you know, they I, I read some things the other day that was uh, where the healthcare uh, hospitals are overrun in our area specifically, and uh, one of the problems is that 20% of the healthcare workers have been kind of knocked out because of contracting the deal so sure. not only are not only are is more people um you know having to be in the hospital but then there's not the staff so uh, there's a couple of the major counties in the state of georgia i know that's a, a state away but it's it's it is kind of coming up the map that have just gone back to uh, remote learning in their school districts do you see anything like that happening in in virginia i i don't I hope it doesn't come to that <clears throat> because remote learning is a horrible way to try to teach a child. And so many of them just didn't do their lessons. They didn't have uh, the parental assistance at home to do their lessons. Um, 
it just wasn't a good thing. So I hope we never have to go back to that for any circumstance. How about the uh, how about the mental health aspect? Yeah. And the, the sociological aspect that these children have had to go through in uh, in that is any of this COVID funding um, assisting in that way? Well, you know we have uh, we have counselors in the school system, and I don't know if we've used any COVID money directly for them, uh, but we've we've tried to have programs available uh, through sources for the children that are affected, and it's not just the children. For instance, last semester. Um, we, we did something where we went half a day on Wednesday. The teachers stayed all day, the employees stayed all day, but the children went home at lunch. And the thinking there was that um, give those employees a chance on that half a day on Wednesday to kind of regroup and rethink because a lot of them were feeling really stressed, especially after last year when some of them were, or I guess all of them really, were, were having to teach kids at school and then prepare packets for kids at home that weren't coming back to school. I mean, they were really, really going above and beyond their duty. Right. Um, so we kind of wanted to, to, to kind of help them out, give them a time to reflect and, and, uh, and not just have, you know, full-bore classes, you know, all day, five days a week. Right. So on the, uh, on the horizon, what's the, what's the next thing that the – School board is going to. What, what topics are we going to be attacking or, or trying to? Well, like I say, I I hope, but don't ever count it out that we're not still discussing COVID for the next <laughs> till till the end of May or whatever school's out. Right. Um, we're going to continue to put boilers in the buildings, and like I say, discuss about windows, which would be a really big thing. It would really save us money and really yeah. help us out. Uh, the roofs and the solar panels. Um, and just trying to identify ways that within the guidelines we can spend our, our COVID money and help out the, the, the public school system in Lee County. How's the staffing? Are, are, is, uh, are you guys at capacity or you need, uh, are you looking for teachers and things like that? Um, no, I think, I think we're pretty good on that. Uh, usually that turnover happens in the summer. Maybe somebody uh, moves off somewhere, you know, gets a job, a higher pay or a different type of job or gets married or something, whatever. Right. Um, so that usually that's an issue then. Our biggest thing, and it has been before COVID even, is substitutes. It's really it's really tough for teachers to find substitutes. And we've we've done different programs. Um, I don't know, I think you can get on maybe on Facebook or something and see who's available to substitute for you that day. Right. Uh, but it's still, it's tough for teachers to find them. So uh, I don't know what we can do about that except pay more and got to be able to pay to pay more. So here's a here's a, a twisted question. Okay. Um, we've just been through, and of course you've been through uh, two terms here with your in, in your district. School boards are considered non-political uh, sure. elected positions. Sure. Um, however, we are under the regime of uh, it's been Governor Northam mm-hmm. through through your time. So you've seen in in uh, being on the board. Uh, school board, you've seen all through COVID when it started, all through it, even till till now, we don't know it's over or not. Um, under Northam's reign, and now we have a new governor coming in. So, what's your opinion? What what do you think it's going to look like? One regime versus the other, because they are of different they are. parties and stuff. How how do you think that's going to go from the state level? I, I'm hope there's going to be less mandates from the state level. I hope they're going to let the localities 
kind of work their way through the issues related to COVID and other is educational issues and to have less mandates from Richmond. Uh, you know, like I say, it, it was tough for everybody. It was tough for the governor. It was tough for Lee County School Board over the past year and a half. I always said in meetings that probably no matter what decision we make tonight at this meeting, it'll probably be wrong because COVID controls us. We don't control it. Sure. And uh, But hopefully we're maybe we can get through that by the end of this school year. I think it's going to be interesting to see how the – the politics sure. um, from the state level, you know, because they definitely control a lot of stuff. Um, how it's going to, you know, stem down the uh, um, both from the governor and from the attorney general's standpoint. Sure. Um, you know, I know that in uh, in Southwest Virginia, uh, of course, we've got one of our own that's just been appointed as deputy attorney general with uh, Chuck Slemp. So that's uh, that's kind of good I mean, yeah it's his good. family's from from our county so absolutely his dad's on the board of supervisors yeah I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing some some good things for for southwest virginia you know especially sure. lee county so this will be good um <clears throat> the any anything you would that you need help from the general public um you know in especially in your district that can help support you or the, or the board in what you're doing <clears throat> i just tell people that Anytime you have a question, call me, stop me in the grocery store, send me an email is really the best way either to my school address or you can go to my uh, law office website and see my uh, law office or personal email. Uh, if you have any ideals or complaints, I'm willing to listen to all of them. I try to respond to all of them. Uh, I don't think I've failed to respond to anybody in my now six years on the board. Right. Um, I do want to bring up one thing that I think you maybe were going to mention, but <clears throat> you were mentioning about athletic facilities and whatever, and I know one of the reasons maybe you wanted to do this interview was to talk about the uh, basketball court proposed at the park at Thomas Walker. Um, so if I could address that, that's not a school board issue. It should have never been brought up at a school board meeting. It's on county property. The Board of Supervisors, which I think they probably will, wants to build a basketball court there for some reason. I'm all for it. I applaud them for it. But Lee County School Board's not going to do it because we spend their money on Lee County School Board property. Gotcha. And uh, it just wouldn't be appropriate. Probably be illegal. Actually, I don't know. So is this a was this a recent <clears throat> uh, a recent? I think this was a recent just, vote. In just the... came up out of the blue for who knows what reason. Uh, and I know somebody brought up that we did pay for some repairs and upkeep on the on the baseball field and the softball field down there, which are on county property. But Thomas Walker uses those as their school facilities. So of course we should help with that. Right. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But on the other one, it, it's just not going to happen. There's really no reason to beat a dead horse on the issue, I don't think. So. Gotcha. Well, that's 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 interesting, and I think uh, I think that any way that we can project better things, better facilities, better better stuff like that, that the, that the board can can get pushed down the road, especially if we've got extra funding out there. You know, in the benefits of our of our kids in sure. Lee County is is super uh, important. I mean, if you look at things countywide. We don't have any boys and girls clubs. Sure. We don't have any big brother type clubs or any of those things. We don't have any real facilities that kids can go to, especially after hours, stuff like that. You know, they hang out at the park or something. But, you know, things that are somewhat organized, both from county aspect and, and uh, sure. you know, school, um, there isn't anything. So, I mean, I'd love to see some, some stuff go on there there's a lot of kids out there and there's a lot of kids that are that are in the shadows so to speak that are hurting that oh absolutely you know, a lot of us don't maybe you know 
realize, and uh, you know that that breeds into the whole mental health uh, sure. issues and problems, you know, stuff like that. What about what about uh, security? What about school security overall? I know you guys interact and uh, liaison with the the sheriff's department and and of course they're and state police. They state do walkthroughs too. Um, so there's uh, is there is there ways that can um, that can benefit in those areas with some of this COVID money, or is that you know, that's, that's something I don't know an answer to. I'm not sure. I know we're not currently using any COVID money for uh, school security officers or uh, resource officers. You know, a lot of that is, I believe, uh, in speaking with Sheriff Parsons, those are some of that. He's, he's got grant uh, positions, and then he's the, the state has put requirements where, you know, you've got to have a, uh, a, basically a certified officer. That's correct. And the, you know the question becomes: You're you're already short-staffed on the road. Why would you take a road officer out of a a county or state-paid uh, uh, position and put him into a grant-funded position where he has no rhyme or reason whether the grant will continue on another year or something? So um, you, you'd think that there would be a balance where some of this COVID money could be. <clears throat> used to assist those kind of programs yeah you know i don't know i'll have to check into that it's it's a good good thought there um but i i don't know of anybody including us that is using covid money for that uh but i don't know maybe it might be uh, allowed i don't know yeah that's interesting well rob i appreciate you being uh of course our first show of 2022 uh like to have you back and uh you know keep keep doing what you're doing for the kids of lee county and the school. Well, I, th- I appreciate you for having me and interviewing me. Yeah, thanks.